0: Hello and welcome to ProCon. My name is Siddharth Satish and I'm your host on today's show. Now, ProCon has a little bit of exciting news. This episode marks us and our entry into the double digits in terms of episodes. It's going to be our official episode number 10. And on this occasion, we present to you a debate on this house regrets direct commercial sales and foreign military sales of arms with Saudi Arabia. We have... I'm pleased to call a resident debater on today's show, Ms. Mania Chopra, who was there when we debated our last resolution and will be joining us once again today due to popular demand and because of her excellent debating skills. Ms. Chopra, it's lovely to have you back on today's show.
1: I'm glad to be back.
0: We're glad to have you back and we're glad to be showcasing this debate on such a momentous occasion because it really does discuss some complex issues. And after today's debate, we'll also be talking about some tips and tricks that we found useful when preparing for the debate, and some things that each and every debater, regardless of which stage they are in the debating and learning process, can employ. So with that being said, let's get on to today's debate. Structure for today is going to follow what we've done historically in the past. There's going to be a four-minute opening statement given by both affirmation and negation. Ms. Chopra, this time, is going to be an affirmation, and I'm going to be in negation. After that, there's going to be one-minute preparation time for a two-minute questioning session by each side. I will be going first, since I gave the first speech, and Ms. Chopra will be going second. After that, we will have Ms. Chopra and I will both give our one-minute closing statements. I will be giving it first, and she will be ending it, since she didn't have the chance to speak first in her opening statement. After that, we will be discussing what we did in today's debate, and we will not be deciding a winner, because it is a highly complex issue, and we don't want to be taking a particular side, especially by pro-con, on such an important issue. While it is not that way, it could be seen that way, and pro-con doesn't want to hurt anyone's political ideas or beliefs, we just want to showcase different parts of them. So with that being said, Ms. Chopra, whenever you're ready, you can begin your four-minute speech in affirmation of today's resolution.
1: Thank you. I'd like to start by saying that the United States has established itself as an empire with powers that reach far beyond its own borders. Every American citizen knows that the United States' presence in the Middle East is one of the key aspects in characterizing this nation's modern international affairs. If America today has a strong trade relationship with a foreign country, it is symbolic of the United States' trust in that country to be a strong one. One that would be of help to our nation when there is a need, to be not simply sell munition and to conduct direct commercial sales overseas as well as the need to limit our sale of weapons due to the Yemen war which has taken a toll on the ordinary Yemen population. The process by which the United States agrees to sell munitions to foreign countries is done with a formal consensus and conversation between the US government and the government of the said foreign nation administration over the years has created a strict and orderly system that requires congressional approval before the sale of arms to foreign nations. This is based on the principles of this nation's founding fathers, who romanticized a government that prioritized its domestic securities over its involvement in international affairs. Saudi Arabia today is less a government, more a divided group of radicals. The Yemen war has taken such a toll on the people of Saudi Arabia and its government that the situation has just become out of control. One news station covered such an unfathomable rebellion by ordinary citizens who find themselves against their own government. Take for existence the story of a common vegetable wet vendor who burned himself a lot protest the dictatorship that the people of Saudi Arabia were subjected to. Incidents amongst the common people in Saudi Arabia show the extent to which the unrest has made Saudi Arabia unworthy of establishing strong trade relations with the United States. The unrest is seen on a larger scale, as the various orientations of Muslim people in the Middle East, the Shias and the Sunnis, whose divide has only heightened with Saudi Arabia's plunge into the Yemen war. Thus, promoting the sale of weapons to Saudi Arabia will not only go against principles set forth by U.S. legislation, such as the Arms Export Control Act of 1976, but it will also harm the Yemeni people in the process. Although Saudi Arabia's oil infrastructure was attacked first, the Yemeni people are the ones who are in the real need of help. Considering the situation in Yemen, continuing direct commercial sales and providing arms to Saudi Arabia will not only hurt the already devastated Yemen, but it will do nothing to benefit the United States' economy or national security. In fact, Saudi Arabia's monarch, King Salman bin al al-Saud, sorry for my pronunciation, had shown great interest in Russia's military assets as he personally went to discuss business with Russia's President Putin. The opposition may touch upon the Trump's administration's not-so-successful trade sanctions on Iran to combat the idea that we should limit trade with Saudi Arabia, but this would be in favor of a great majority in the United States and in countries such as Yemen. So, It's time for us to take up an altruist cause and
0: stop trade with Saudi Arabia. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Chopra. I'll be now giving my four-minute speech in negation of today's resolution. When looking at the crisis between Saudi Arabia and Yemen and the war between these two nations, we often only tend to look at one part of it. It is an important part. However, there is another section that we're tending to ignore. The part that we look at is human rights, and the part that we ignore is economics. Now, when dealing with the lives of people, we often feel the lack of a necessity to understand how money plays into this whole business. But let's understand that the lives lost in Yemen were for a greater cause, and were to ensure the security of a nation that was in the brink of civil war, and that could not tolerate anymore. Yemen, after the Arab Springs event, was in a state of huge inter- and political turmoil. And that's why Saudi Arabia stepped in. It was to make sure that a proper government could be set up. And that's why we are continuing to help them. But first, let's understand in today's debate how economics would render the United States more incapable if we stopped trading with Saudi Arabia immediately. And second, let's understand how it is because of national security interests that we are trading with Saudi Arabia. <coughs> so first, when looking at Saudi Arabia and the economic gain that we're getting, it's important that we understand that arms imports from U.S. from 2008 to 2018 factored into 13.72 billion, 59.6% of arms imports. And in 2018 alone, 3.35 billion, 88% of the arm imports were from the United States to Saudi Arabia. Now the first second and largest suppliers are USA, UK and France. And Saudi Arabia's GDP per capita is 48,986. But what does this all say about our trade with this nation? <clears throat> it's that Saudi Arabia has an excessive reliance on our goods. The 59.6% that was there overall has now turned into 88%. And by removing our trade with this country that even we rely heavily on, since Saudi Arabia is the number one importer of our goods into their nation, we will be hurting ourselves economically. The Federal Reserve has said that we as a nation are going into recession, and we need to take every step to make sure that our GDP and our welfare programs are at their best. GDP directly correlates with what we can provide for our country's citizens. The amount of money that we make is the amount of money that we can use for welfare programs like Social Security, food stamps. So while we may be giving weapons to Saudi Arabia, the responsibility of the UN is to make sure that the weapons are being used for the right purpose and not to massacre. But what we need to focus on is the actual lives of our own citizens, which will be put on risk, at risk if we stop trade with Saudi Arabia. But second, let's also understand how national security of our country's constituents plays a significant role in today's decision. So, traditionally, the administration must notify, the reigning administration must notify Congress when it completes a new arms sale, giving lawmakers the opportunity to review deals and block ones that they find objectionable. Mike Pompeo said that he had determined that an emergency exists which requires the proposed sale in the national security interests of the U.S., end quote. It's to make sure that we have a good foothold in a tumultuous area like the Middle East that we trade with Saudi Arabia. Our alliance with this nation is important, and as the negation speaker admitted so themselves, our alliance with them is completely necessary because it is very, very tumultuous in that region. We have the Israel-Palestine conflict. We do have the attacks that happened on Abakik and Kura'is, um, on their oil facilities. There are many tensions, and the U.S.'s presence as a diplomatic mediator is important because in the past we have a history of making sure conflicts that do go in, that do end up in significant harm are resolved through our leadership. President Roosevelt did so with the Russo-Japanese War and even won a Nobel Peace Prize for it. We have seen consistently how we as a nation are trying to protect the interests of our citizens, but also at the same time trying to make sure we can create peace in an area that has been so prone to disharmony. It's exactly for this reason we need to continue trade arms with Saudi Arabia. Thank you. Now this concludes the four-minute opening statements that is going to be given by each side. Now we will be taking a minute to prepare our cross-examination questions, and we will back to you. The questioning time now officially begins. Ms. Chopra, you have two minutes to cross-examine. me.
1: So I would like to ask the speech in negation of today's pr- proposition. Why is Saudi Arabia's economy more valuable than the safety of
0: thousands of civilians in Yemen? It's our economy that's most more valuable, and we are going to face... Many problems in welfare programs if we don't provide and don't have. Yet you aid.
1: said that. Yet you said that um, the United States is known for breaking up conflict in the Middle East. So why is the economy suddenly more important and valuable than the safety
0: of civilians in Yemen? Because our economy and the safety both need to be considered, and when looking at that, we see that we have a ability to. Make sure we take diplomatic measures to solve problems in wherever there's conflict. And that's where I cited the Russo-Japanese War and uh, President Roosevelt's involvement in that. But what we need to understand is that in a state like this, even after the UN's proclamation, we need to also consider the safety of our own constituents, the people that we are first responsible to, which is our country's citizens, who are still, and we internally have m- multiple problems, that if we see a loss in GDP, it's going to become even worse.
1: Why does why does the negation in today's proposition believe that Saudi Arabia continues to stay a loyal and uh, beneficial trade partner with the United States when statistics show that Saudi Arabia is more likely to trade with Russia?
0: And that's exactly another reason why we need to make sure we still continue to trade with them. Russia is growing their arms arsenal and multiple other parts of their nation. And if we want them to start trading with Saudi Arabia, which is now going to happen, we're going to see that those two countries teaming up and creating an even greater force that has the potential to hurt the US. That ends the questioning time in today's debate. Now, I'll be asking questions to Ms. Chopra and that will begin now. Ms. Chopra, why do you think we need to prioritize the lives of Yemenis over our own citizens?
1: That in your own speech, The United States has a long history of intervening in affairs where we need to break up any conflict that happens in the Middle East. And helping out the Yemenis by forsaking the sale of military weapons to Saudi Arabia will not hurt
0: our national security. It will just benefit our altruist cause. Well, you said it won't hurt our national security. Is that correct? How is there going to be greater national security if countries like Russia, as you mentioned yourself, are going to now start trading with Saudi Arabia?
1: We don't. If we don't stop trading with Saudi Arabia now, they're gonna get involved with Russia even sooner, and they're and we're not gonna have any opportunity to make stronger trade partners in which we can combat Russia's growing economic
0: power. So. If we still need to make sure that we have an alliance with Saudi Arabia, why should we end sales with them?
1: We do not want to support any country that would use their military weapons when attacked by uh, weaker nations to hurt civilians. Okay. As Saudi Arabia did with the Yemenis when
0: the Yemenis attacked their oil infrastructure. Okay. That will be all for my questions. And that ends my questioning time. Now we will each be presenting our one-minute speeches in a conclusion of today's debate. So, Ms. Chopra, you will be going first, and I will be ending today's debate.
1: Thank you. Well, I'd like to start by saying that in the early 2000s, America was cost its econo- econ- economy, its military weapons and assets when fighting the war with Iran. Now, if we take a step to trust another Middle East country that abuses its powers in attacking civilians in Yemen, then we are just taking one step in the wrong direction, something that will harm not only our economy, and it will harm innocent civilians, which goes against the United States' moral principles. So I would like to say that there is nothing above the altruist cause in the United States, and trade with Saudi Arabia should be stopped as soon as possible and
0: immediately. Thank you. So now I will be giving my one-minute statement and conclusion of today's debate. What we need to understand as a nation is that our trade in the Middle East and our alliances in the Middle East have a great impact on the security of our own constituents. It has a great impact on the people who live in our country today, and as I have showed you, all of the money that we get is for our country's people. And it's exactly for this reason, it's to protect our own constituents' security, it's to ensure the prosperity of a nation that could be potentially in a recession in a few years that we need to have trade with Saudi Arabia. It's also because the opposition mentions trade with Russia. Well, that's exactly something threatening our national security. Russia, North Korea, all these major superpowers who Saudi Arabia could ally with is going to increase their power and decrease ours. And that's going to be a significant blow to our national security and the security of our people. And it's exactly for this reason that you negate today's resolution. Thank you. So that ends our debate today on this house, because foreign military sales and direct commercial sales of arms with Saudi Arabia. We're just going to have a quick discussion on what each of us think we did well, what we could improve on. So I'll just start off. Um, I think, Mania, you had really, really good content, especially your conclusion, the way you brought in that war with Iran and abuse of power, I think very vivid language also did the trick. Um, Maybe something to improve upon was just Perhaps it was just a connection between us, uh, but the spacing, awkward spacing at times between your words.
1: Thank you for your feedback. Um, I'd like to say that your speech was incredibly well formatted and informative to the listeners, and I really appreciated that. Um, And in your questions, you were able to come up with answers, and Although they may have seemed difficult to answer at times. Um, although something I think that could be improved upon across the board was um, the, like you said, the spacing and the long pauses. And um, maybe today for me, and I'm not sure for you, but intonation
0: when delivering the speech. Yeah, I think we both lacked some of like that um, stress on words and that, like, pauses can be used sparingly and only at times should it be used. Yeah, but that's just general feedback that we have for each other. Maybe you guys got something out of that feedback and out of today's debate. We really hope you enjoyed this really spicy issue that is really controversial, but at the same time, Procon will not take any political sides on it, and all the arguments placed in front of you are just different sides of how people in our society presently view the issue. Thank you, Ms. Chopra, for coming on to today's show.
1: Thank you for having me
0: was an absolute pleasure to have you and with that being said thank you for listening to procon tune in for our next episode this friday and as you may have noticed we don't have a resolution for this friday because we're going to be doing something new and different so stay tuned and listen to the next episode of procon thank you so much and keep listening to procon